tired of the everyday routine? Ever dream of a life of romantic adventure? Want to get away from it all? We offer you... Escape! Escape! Designed to free you from the four walls of today for a half hour of high adventure. Tonight, you escape to the island of Pelota in the South Sea and an exciting tale of the strangest bargain ever made as we bring you Letters from Jason, adapted from George Edwards' famous story, Sun. My mind's made up that all your eloquence won't change it. You'll understand why when you hear this letter I got today. A letter from Jason. Yes, at last. Listen to this, Johnny. Wolf Ellens, he writes. After the terrible things I did and said to you that last night, there seemed to me to be only one way out. I had failed you as a husband... I had failed the baby as a father. There wasn't anything I hadn't failed at, except in booze. I was a great success in a saloon, but this is no news to you. You might, however, be interested in what happened after I walked out on you that night. Well, actually, I don't remember much of the night. But the next morning, when I woke up in a rooming house, south of the flock, I remember the night. I knew I couldn't go back. And I didn't see any chance of going on. That I went in the old as a suicide. Somebody smelled gas and called the police. When I came to you in the receiving hospital, Uncle Jeffrey was there. Uh, Jason, you jumped at her off. Oh, God. You must have been drunk to find the courage to try suicide. I don't want to really get drunk anymore. I just drink. It's the news. What about your wife and child? You're certainly very solicitous. No, I never approved of your marriage. But you're still my brother's son. Why did you try to be this? Money. A couple of other things that money thinks. Your father left you plenty of money. Too much for your own good. Oh, it's gone. Of course it's gone. Come over my little Jackson. How much do you owe? More than I could pay back in a year. Some of them all work. There's a booking in several minutes. How much? More than $6,000. Why didn't you come to me for it? If you're jealous, Emma? You know I wouldn't. Yeah, you, you're getting a big kick out of this, aren't you, Uncle? Get out. Get out. Jason, you misunderstand me. I didn't come here for fun. I came on business. Yes? Yes, I came to offer you a job. <laughs> oh, it's funny. That's a great big laugh. No, no, I'm sure. On the way over here, I did a lot of thinking. If you're ready to die anyway, perhaps I can arrange it in a way to provide for your wife and child. So, you're dead. Oh. You know where I spent my youth? Yes. Posting clothes in the South Seas with my father. That's an ungrateful conclusion, an unkind to the memory of your father. He was saving, honest saving. There were others not so honest. The killers down there is. There's one in particular who crossed me several times and is still alive. His name is Jake Kent. 
What the devil are you talking about? What business do you, Gertie? I want this thing killed. Since your life doesn't mean anything to you, you might as well take the job. Me? Kill a man? That's right. This morning, you tried to kill yourself for nothing. I'm offering you a chance to kill and be paid for it. Come on. You're good. And twenty five thousand dollars to your wife. That's the chance to kill. Yeah, money. Well, it's a new to see things good. Yeah. And after I killed him, that's all. Helen is provided for. I knew. Well, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Where is this man? He lives on the island of Pelota. He eats sails and fishes. How romantic. Not at all. He's a dangerous treacherous killer. You're going to have to meet him face to face. He's lived too long to be caught off guard. Well, don't you think I'll have the guts to kill him? I'll be along to see what you do. You are? Sure. You see that my name is not connected with the matter. If you kill him, it will be in self-defense. So I've sunk pretty low, have I, Uncle? What about you? That's neither here nor there. Do you want to go? No. But I'll take it for any sake. Yes, John, I know it sounds incredible. It won't be so hasty in your judgment. The letter from Jason goes on. I suppose if I hadn't been foggy with booze and gas fumes, I would never have accepted such a dreadful proposition, even though it meant security for you. But once I agreed, Uncle Jeffrey wasted no time. He paid my debt and sent me that thousand-dollar check as an advance on my murder fee. And in less than some four hours, he was slipping through the golden gate bound for the heathen. It wasn't any different the board ship they had bars to, and wonderful brandy since Kenya. I was really enjoying life, a cruise to the South Seas, all expenses paid. And then, the fourth day out, Uncle Jeffrey came into my cabin. I was just a small Good morning, Uncle. Everything good, good, top, top, Jason. It's time we got down to business. Oh, sure, Jason. You understand what I'm saying? Sure, sure. Go ahead, Uncle. Mm -hmm. Here. You better get used to the feel of this. Uncle? Is this uh, this loaded? Naturally. Pick it up. Yes, it's a 45. Tear a hole in a man the size of a silver dollar. There's a hole in the of my hand up here. Aim it. There. It's your reflection in the mirror. What's the matter, Jason? Your hand shaking. Look at fire. You must. Remember, if you want your wife to get that money, you have to kill Jason, not just fire to kill him. I, uh... I made a drink. I need it. Need it goes back. Poor Mr. Jason. That is a solution for every problem. His answer to a challenge. I need a drink. He goes on to say, We arrived in Papiesi, in Tahiti, on a Wednesday afternoon, but Uncle Jeffrey was in a hurry. He had started an island schooner, the Lorelei. And she was to sail at dawn the next morning for Pelosa and Jake Finch. 
But at least I would have one evening in store, and I intended to have it alone. Well, uh, see you later, Uncle Jeffrey. Where are you going? Sightseeing, one enchanted evening. That sort of thing. Now you wait till I get this luggage transferred to the school. I'll go with you. That's the matter. I'm going to get drunk. I know you are. That's where you're wrong. Got to stop sometime. I made up my mind I couldn't get to the heat so I quit. I don't believe you. You're drunk right now. That's what you think. I'm not drunk, Uncle Jeffrey. I'm sick. I'm sick of the sight of you. We still have a long way to go together. I know. Let's understand each other right now. I hate your guts. It's physical to if you hate mine. Uh, I made a bargain with you. I'll go through with it. For Ellen's sake. Well, for her idea, get done on you instead of Jake Kent. Good. I'm glad that we understand each other so clearly. I'll see you later. You're bored the more alive. Don't worry, I'll be there. I'm sure you are, Jason. Happy A.C. The letter goes on. It's not the fact in paradise we dream of back home. Untold streets, miserable natives, provincial French colonists, but plenty of boys. I avoided them. I headed to the big hotel on the table on the floor. Take away the palm trees and the French accent. I think this is about as exotic as the commercial house in the two cities. Monsieur de Vieux, quelque chose à boire? Oh, what is it, sir? Oh, je suis. Is it too late to come to the drink? And a charity, perhaps? Is it a no? Do you want me? Oh, no, 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 thank you. Just, uh, just two. Oh, 
500. That's an excellent dinner, madame. An excellent lecture, and the world begins to look all right again. Of course, he doesn't feel saucy, John. Oh, no, madame, tell me. Uh, you know of a place here in Papua that's called, uh, uh, the, uh, Southern Cross? <laughs> and he does not think he is. Tell me how to get there, will you? You like making something? Oh, yeah, not a cognac. Oh, yes, sir. You like cognac, maybe so. Uh, help yourself. Oh, sure, I like it. That's the best thing you've ever seen. Oh, here's the dog. You're still here. Yeah, it's fine. I think that's the same. You're kind of all as steady. Oh, oh, you're not so steady yourself. <laughs> Why don't I hold it steady? Just like the gun, I can't hold a gun steady either. How can I keep steady when I hold it? Oh, are you sure? You see, gun, you can't go steady with both. You go steady with me. Hmm? Oh, okay. Well, hello, baby. You are alone? Yeah, I'm alone. No, it is not good to be alone with me. Yeah, I don't know. You like me to keep you company? I don't mind. You have to go out for me. <laughs> hey, hey, you you get the guy there annoying this lady. Annoying? How do I know you, Miss Lily? Watch your language. Now, look, sir, I'm keeping in mind of my own business. Well, now you're minding mine, my friend. Well, I got as much right. You're looking for trouble. Well, no. But it seems to me you are. You little shit. Okay, boys, carry him out. Nice work, sister. Here's a hundred pounds. Thank you, Captain Steve. You want me to know, Jenny? Yeah. Not now. Some other time. I got work to do now. I know, John, it's the same old pattern. How well I know it. The promises you failed. Anything that's said in flipping, a glass of wine, the brandy falls on an entire. Yes, or the sniff of the course, if you like. But listen to Gracie's daughter. She goes on. The next thing I knew, I was in a narrow bed. In a creaking, rocking room, and I didn't feel well, darling. Not well at all. I had the world's worst hangover. Good morning, Gracie. Good morning. You'll be over with my instruction. Hey, Hi, Captain. Got you aboard. I want you to meet him. Captain? Come in. I want you to meet my nephew, Jason Collins. How do you do, sir? It's quite you. We've already met Uncle Mr. Man and Uncle Young. I know. According to my instructions. That will be all, Captain. Yes, sir. You're a favorite brother. That is not you. Yes, sir. You only eight more if you get excited. I'm not trying to hide anything from you. Captain Steve is a tough guy, but not nearly as tough. Not half as quick or strong or hard to kill a great thing. And he tells me you never even fit back. I'm just lesson, huh? That's right. You already cost me a lot of money, and I want my money's worth. You're no good to me, John. Or to yourself. Or to your wife and child. 
Suppose he'd got in a real brawl in that saloon last night. He could have been killed. He had to be wife and kid be. <laughs> but believe me, I won't pay off until you kill good things. I do believe you. I believe you let Ellen and the kid starve before you help him. I would, J.C. You can be sure of that. Unless you kill good things. All right, Uncle. I'm on the wagon from now on. Oh, it's easy to say. <laughs> And it's still going on last night, Boo. I mean it. I'm taking my last drink. I wonder, Jason. I wonder. After he had left the cabin with fear on his face, Jason Rice, I lay there hopeless and nearly helpless. For I knew now if I was to be helped at all, I'd have to help myself. So I pulled my aching frame out of the bunk and head sobbing and tongue sick. I climbed up onto the desk and faced the captain. Now, oh, Mr. Thorne, had a nice long night, well. So thanks to you. You were getting me up, Jimmy. What? Yeah. Well, something, something, too. I wanted to take it. Well, now, there's always work aboard a sailing vessel. Know how to hold it on the deck? <laughs> Does it take a college to do? <laughs> No, but to need something else, muscles and guts. Things sort of got easier day by day, Jason Rice. It didn't for me. I was sick and sore from using muscles that had never been used before. And the only thing I wanted was a drink, just one drink to ease the pain. But I knew I'd never stop with one. It got tighter and tighter inside me, and there had to be a breaking point. And then on the tenth day out, the captain sent me up to secure a block on the moon. The sea was picking up a little, and when I was fifteen feet about the step, the sooner lift suddenly. I lost my grip and fell. I grabbed at the crowd and put me at the skin of my palms, and I hit the deck and lay there for a moment, shaking the spirit. Knowing that this is the end of my life. When I got to my feet, and onto the galley, and opened the cabinet where I knew the captain took his brandy. Oh, how did it end? It's Jason Rice. I'm through. You're up and down, and you're just thinking you're through with Ellen and the baby. Through keeping the wood. That's where you started from. A dark, weird room. Come to commit suicide. For the wrong What are you waiting for? You've got the bottle in your hand. Go ahead. Take your drink. Shut up. What are you waiting for, Jason? Shut up. That's the number, Jason. One drink to finish it. Take drink to kill you and Ellen won't get the money. I'm a businessman, Jason. I need a bargain. Don't think I'm going to remove. I didn't want you to marry Ellen in the first place, remember? She won't get a penny from me when you die. Remember that? Be careful, Jason. Your friend will say you might drop the bottle. Maybe you do need your station. Take it over. It's an easy way out. I won't embarrass you, let's go and talk to you. Murderer! You're so murderer! I won't touch it, Grace! I won't touch it! I tell you, I tell you! And then suddenly it's a little easier. Not taking that drink was the turning point, I guess. The crying out inside, the need for liquor, was slowly starving. 
Marks are down on the feet this time, I don't. Okay. I'll call him. Why, yeah, yeah, he wasn't sure. And he been called him in 20 years. How can I do for you, Stacey? I'm looking for Jake Pitt. I don't look at me. I don't need him. Where can I find him? Look here, Mr. Stacey. This is your idea of a joke. He ain't found the name. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm simply looking for Jake Pitt. Oh, look somewhere else. Look him in a bar. That's the likely sense of finding Jake Pitt. Yes, sir. From the day, I've got the finest damn young island. Four years old, isn't it? Now, thank you. I'm looking for someone that will take them to the record. Oh, who are you looking for? Great Kent. Great Kent. What do you want to do? I've got business with him. Oh, what kind of business? <laughs> He inherited a million dollars or something? No. But I want to settle a debt with him. Okay, Mr. He's in the back room. Take care. Yes, one of them is more down on the beach. Kicking around south. What are you talking about? At least a dozen Jake Finches here in Colorado. A dozen? Hey, look, somebody's been kidding you, mister. Don't you know? Jake Finch is the name we give any rumbum here on Colorado. They spend their last penny here in the bar and sleep it off on the beach. Drink, mister. All the Jake Finches drink themselves to death. Apology to make. You look like you need a jerk. How about one for the road, huh? No, thanks. I, uh, I don't drink. Word is done. That's my letter from Jason. You understand now, don't you, why I'm asking you as my attorney to stop my divorce action immediately? I cabled Jason this morning, but I'm waiting for him to come home. Escape is produced and directed by William N. Robeson. Tonight we have presented Letter from Jason. Adapted by Steely Glester, Mervyn Gerard, and Mr. Robson, from Sunk by George F. Wood. Featured in the cast were Frank Lovejoy as Jason, Will Gear as Jeff, and Kay Brinker as Ellen. Special music was arranged and conducted by Bell Cecilia. Next week. You are lying on a small knoll in the prairie west of the Platte River. In a few moments, dawn will herald the attack of the encircling Apache. 
an attack of such fury that for you there can be no escape. Next week, we escape with an exciting tale of the Old West, as James Warner Bella tells it in his thrilling story, Command. Oh, pardon me, Mr. Lamont. I'd like some information. Why, it's Gracie Allen. Oh, can you tell me who that young man was with the wonderful deep voice? Well, yes, that's uh, Paul Free. Well, I'd love to meet him. That'll be easy. Paul, this is Gracie Allen. Gracie, this is Paul Free. Hello, Gracie. Or should I call you Mrs. George Burns? Well, uh, yes, you should. You see, I've been Mrs. Burns ever since that day when a certain tall, handsome man came along and pronounced George and me man and wife. I see. Uh, but it's George I've come to talk to you about. You have such a beautiful voice yourself, so I thought if you have to let him sing on this program, our sponsor will hear him and realize how great he is. Then he had him sing on our program Wednesday night. Well, Gracie, this is not a musical program. This is a stage. Well, George can make your program more popular. When he sings, everybody will be looking for a stage. I'm sorry, Gracie. I'll have to turn you down. Oh? Well, goodbye, Mr. Free. You are a cold man. Goodbye, Gracie. Be sure to listen next week, same time, when once again we offer you Escape. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. N-T-M-D-U-L-O-V-A, Boulevard Watch Time. Boulevard His Excellency, America's greatest watch value at better jewelers everywhere. It's a fact. Dentists warn, most tooth losses come from gum trouble. It's also a fact that Itana toothpaste and massage helps you guard against gum trouble. Promote healthier gums, cleaner, brighter teeth, both. Get Itana. Save your teeth. WCBS AM and FM, New York.